0: Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams, and our weekly newsletter with money-off books and museum visits as well, plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash Ways.
1: Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, Ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Co.
2: We dropped our bombs near Munich and turned off the target back for England. As deep as I could see into Germany, the sky was stained with smoke from the targets, scattered around smashed and missing and burning. We were going home. Home is when the props stop spinning. I looked around, very tired. From up there it all looked so green and beautiful, and what we had done so sort of horrible. We got our first look at fighters on that Munich Hall. There were a ring around the roses on all sides for part of the time. Hell of a scramble out at nine o'clock, Crone called up. We couldn't tell 109s from P-51s or Fokker Wolf's. We couldn't tell which side was winning or what kind went down. They looked like they were playing around, and then one broke off in a dive that ended when it hit the ground. Jesus, Sharp said. Did you see that? The explosion died away to a bloody glow. Somebody was dead down there. All the way in from the Rhine, it was like that. And that, in that immaculate American I mean, accent, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I was I've,
0: transported
2: there. Yeah. So where where was I? I was I'm from Virginia, Northern yeah, somewhere, Virginia, so, yeah, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, considered an educated man, though.
2: Yes, which, of course, Burt Stiles was. So that yeah, is yeah. Um, from Serenade to the Big Bird, which, for my money, is the ultimate in... Bomber memoirs. It's yeah. just so good. And uh, I I first read it when I was doing my Normandy book and re-read it for for this and it's just just fantastic and I thought actually we'd, we'd have a little bit of a look at Burt Stiles and what he was up to well I mean during uh, the course of this
0: and and that you say Normandy um uh that you looked at this for your Normandy book not for your big week book I think points us in the direction that this episode is <laughs> yes, is very, very much headed because because in a way we've reached the stage of the Eighth Air Force's campaign where Overlord is magnetic north now all roads all roads lead to Normandy yep and I think what we've outlined in the last few episodes is that there is that there's been this this bomber force created, sort of really with on the back of an envelope with some uh, wishful thinking and a blank cheque, and and that it's developed into into the Eighth Air Force with in fits and starts, and finally the taps are on for replacing whatever's lost attrition-wise, which is that really the the key and the numbers as we go through 1944 yeah. at Mitchell's disposal are absolutely incredible. Beggar belief to only a year before, nine months before, six months before. The, the, the scale of his, the power of the weapon he has at, dis, at his disposal as the year unfolds is, is truly amazing. They've tried precision bombing. They've come up against, against the weather. They've come up against the Luftwaffe, which actually turns out to be sort of hollow, really. Once put to the test, they've cracked the problem of fighter escort. Not just that you need one but what it has to do that it has to free range and it has to its priority has to be the destruction of the Luftwaffe fighter arm rather than even the protection of the bomber force That protection of the bomber how you protect the bomber force is by, by destroying the Luftwaffe not by simply protecting the bomber force so there's, there's there's been this all of these elements coming into play and now just as the weapon is perfected sorry overlord sorry boys whatever ambition you're pursuing or whatever ambition bomber commander pursuing, it's all on hold for the invasion of Europe, Northwest Europe.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well,
0: yes and no. But this is the interesting thing, isn't it? It's because that's like the point blank directive after Casablanca, which appears to lay out actually the way things have got to go. There is quite a lot of Wiggle room. room. Wiggle room, room for interpretation. And also, and you know, we, we we are talking about the Eighth Air Force here, but it's it's no surprise that the man running bomber command is also extremely headstrong, believes in what he's doing, yes. won't take no for an answer, and also will interpret his orders as loosely as possible in order to get what he wants.
2: But, but actually, so to, to his spots, is, is cut from exactly the same yeah, He's yeah. also as kind of ideological and determined yeah. to kind of pursue his own way, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, so... Well, we'll come on to that in a minute. But, yeah, yeah. but I, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, I, I wrote Big Week all those years ago because I felt that this was an absolute tipping point and, yeah. and really the kind of crux of the the strategic bombing campaign. This This is the moment where everything changes, I mm. think. And it's interesting going back over this material and looking at this period again... Actually, nothing's made. You know, my, my mind hasn't been changed at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I still stand by that, and I think you can see even more so now that you're kind of progressing on to kind of looking at the Strategic Air Forces following Big Week. You can see that even more, and some interesting things are going on in in kind of February and March. Yeah. Before we get to the kind of Overlord prep proper, yeah, yeah. Um, that's really worth going into. And actually, these, that tipping point is is a because as you say, they know what they need to do now. B because they finally cracked the the long range fighter yeah. issue, but C because the scale is now yeah. suddenly yeah, but this on is, a different level. But this is
0: the I think I mean I think more than anything else this is the this uh, is and, and
2: scale. Sorry, just w- one thing is that scale means that you've got a thousand bombers nigh on every single yeah. time you go on a raid, yeah. and similar number of fighter planes to call yeah. upon. Well, they got more like 500 at this point, half of it. But what that means is you can now smother.
0: Yeah, you can so, overwhelm, overwhelm. So, it. so you can yeah. your
2: main target can be can be yeah. or Leipzig or whatever, but you can also do six subsidiary targets.
0: And the, I mean, it's always interesting in this is that there's not enough the, attention on the, that because that's the, really interesting. Yeah, the Luftwaffe is often re- in the documents. It's it's always it's called the GAF, isn't it, the German Air Force, which I always I always yeah. I always slightly get pulled up by. Yes, but the German Air Force. The, the Luftwaffe doesn't know, doesn't know which way to turn, yep. and wh- wh- whichever way it turns, will be answered with aggressive. Pretty much, will be adv- answered with aggressive fighter action. So they're being brought to the fight, and it's a fight they they can't win. Like you say, though, the numbers here. German fighter production is also now trying to go flat out to meet the problem, um, but, but but they can't solve that problem they can't because solve because, that.
2: because there's two parts to a f- yeah. to a fighter plane. Yeah, there's the the plane, and there's the pilot, and there's the pilot. Yeah. And, the, and, and you have as many planes as you like but if you've got the pilots to fly them you're stuffed exactly exactly and, and that's and the, that's the big that's the big win on big Week. yeah yeah
0: and you and they're being hollowed out in terms of experience is the is the exactly the really crucial actually the really crucial thing is the people who 100%. can tell the new pilots how to fly yep you can tell them the tricks of the trade get up get the sun behind you do, do every, all those things that, have a
2: look at the sun properly yeah, by turning your yeah, wing yeah they're, they're just style. They're,
0: they're not they're not available <clears> anymore <throat> yeah um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because because you look at because bomber commander also. I mean, it's basically thousand in theory on a perfect day. It's a it's a thousand bombers during the day, a thousand bombers at night, five hundred fighter planes. It's it's yes, it, and, it,
2: and it's getting up to kind of a thousand fighter yeah. planes.
0: So the ability to to hammer Germany and keep it reeling.
2: Well, I just go back. I go back to you know I go back to fifteenth September nineteen forty. You know the yeah. the biggest raid of Battle of yeah. Britain Day yeah. is a hundred German bombers. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: And you think of the flap and some of the mythology around that. I mean,
2: well, it, it, I remember I was looking up and the sky was black with swastikas. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know,
2: all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah.
2: you sort of think, yeah, exactly, yeah. try being over Leipzig in the I mean, spring of 1944.
0: One of the interesting things about this, though, I think is the word strategic, isn't it? Because this is the strategic bomber, bomber offensive, after all. And yeah. the, and in the bomber men's mind, that the idea is that you're... You're operating independent of the rest of everything else. Yeah. And you are a strategy unto your your strategy unto yourselves. Yes. And that you dictate that strategy and and yeah. you are the strategy.
2: And if and if you want people to do stuff for the for the uh, for for the army, create a tactical air force.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. We should but, do the tactical stuff. But, but what happens is that it's beginning to happen is the strategists themselves are now leaning in and going, well, actually, we need to co-opt your you for our strategy and use you for the the even bigger strategy that isn't your strategy. <laughs> yes. And yes, you're a strategic air force, but we, we demand co-op you being co-opted to what we want to do. But
2: but even, even before big week. So there yeah. is a, there is a yeah. new directive yeah. which is issued on the 13th of February. And I, and I love these. I love these new directives because they come. Actually, they come thick and fast. Yeah. And they're always just a tweak yeah. so, so so they're still full of the you know progressive destruction of you know Blah, blah, that's blah, blah, right. Blah, yeah. The Nazi war yeah, yeah. machine, the German war machine. Dislocation, so which is dislocation. fantastically like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, another one is issued, and there is a there is a sort of slight feeling from the Americans that the, the Brits aren't quite putting their weights on yeah. point blank targets. Yeah. Albeit they're definitely putting their weight big time, and, and that's a fair fair <laughs> legitimate point because yeah. they're not. Yeah. Because um, no. Harris is doing whatever he wants. Yeah. um <laughs> and, and, and on the twenty first of January, General Marshall, who's the uh, um, chief of the Combined Staff in um, in the US points out that only twenty percent of bomber command's bomb tonnage expended is expended on German fighter targets. I mean, actually, I think mean, that's quite high for bomber command. That's quite
0: high for bomber command, and also given and
2: it has gone up by fifteen percent. Well, points um, during big week.
0: Well, and given that the, the Americans are bombing blind because of the weather, I mean, I would not get too fussy about where your bombs no. are landing. If, if for points of comparison, would you? Because bad weather bombing and radar guided bombing or whatever the, whatever the, whatever, the, whatever the euphemism yep. the americans are using for it some of their bombing is but report level of yes. accuracy yeah.
2: yes that is absolutely true um, yeah. but anyway the, so so the, the, the latest directive um, is pretty much the same as the one of the previous <laughs> year the progressive destruction and dislocation of the German military industrial and economic systems the disruption of vital elements of lines of communication and the material reduction of the German air combat strength by the successful prosecution of the combined bomber offensive from all convenient bases so okay but the priority remains the first pri- priority excuse me is German single and twin-engine fighter airframe and component production when was bracketed with the axis-controlled ball-bearing production. So it's still on about the ball bearings. still on about ball bearings. Second priority, installations supporting the German fighter force. Yeah. So airfields, whatever. Third priority, crossbow targets, yeah, which, which will... are starting to come in from November. Yeah. So crossbow targets are V1 and V2 sites. Yeah. And they're very difficult to hit because they're quite small and they're usually in a yeah. wood. And they've got a sort of tiny little ramp, which is only about kind of three feet wide, if yeah. that. Uh, and so they're incredibly difficult to hit, but but they're all and being that, built in, in sort of Holland. And, and that's and,
0: coming from Schaeff, isn't it? That's coming from Eisenhower, isn't absolutely.
2: it? Absolutely. And particularly from the British yeah. leaning on yeah. the Americans, because yeah. they know they're all pointing towards London.
0: Yeah. And they don't know what the V2 is, even. No. There's, there's considerable arguments to whether the V2 has a 10 tonne warhead rather than a... Ton they just don't know no they don't and, know and there's debate there's debate at cabinet level as to what if it if it's a 10 ton warhead then we really we really have a a problem yep. because that the, the destructive power is the most you know most destructive thing anyone has come up against
2: yeah about. completely it's a, it's a massive problem and yep. they know about this from Peenemunder yeah which, which ironically they hit on the 17th of August yeah everything happens on 17th of August <laughs> <laughs> for, for first face to face negotiations with the yep. Italians to the armistice yeah um, Shrine for Regensburg raid yeah I'm Peter Munda. Anyway, so crossbow targets, that's what crossbow means, is, is those V1s and V2 sites. Uh, Berlin and other industrial areas, which yeah. I think is really interesting.
0: Well, I know it's interesting, Berlin and other industrial areas. I mean, Berlin, Berlin isn't an industrial target. Oh. Well, it is a bit. Yeah, but not really. I've been to Cool plant at Oranienburg. Yeah, but what's it, but it's about striking the capital. I know there are industrial sites there, but it's the—it's about the fact that Göring, yes, and Göring has it, said there'll yeah, be no bombers over yes, Berlin. Yes, of
2: course. But but isn't it interesting that, that um, after the uh, Battle of the Ruhr, yeah. Harris launches the Battle of Berlin yeah. and North. Of 1943, and it's perceived to be a failure.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, because it is a failure. Um, yes, yeah. it's not
2: even perceived to be a failure. It is it a is failure. failure. It yeah. is a failure, yeah. and yet this is this is on the list. And then yeah. the other one is targets in Southeast Europe and the Balkans, which I think is interesting. Yes. Mutually supporting attacks by strategic forces of US, um, of United States and Britain were to be pursued with relentless determination against the same target areas of systems so far as tactical conditions allow. I
0: mean, imagine being a crewman and reading that, well, we've got to pursue this with relentless determination, have we? Well, thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, thanks. What do you think so, we're doing?
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll get my coat.
0: <laughs> but basically, this is the the same stuff. It's sort of carry on and here are the, here are the tweaks... And well, I think the crossbow
2: ones is quite interesting. They're difficult targets because they're so small, but actually they fit in very well into the CBO, the Combined Bomber yeah. Offensive, and, and and also within the, the wider point-blank plan, I think, because they're a hop and a skip across the channel. Yeah. They're, inverted commas, a milk run. Yeah, And you can do them on dodgy days when... Yes, you know when, you, easier when you're easier to find and all that. Uh, easier although to they're find, small,
0: you know. The French coast is easy to is easy to find. You know, so it says isn't exactly?
2: Yeah. Say there's a big bank of cloud over kind of sort of yeah. southern Reich, then okay, well we will just go and do yeah. some
0: crossbows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're still sort of ticking that box. Yeah, and I mean you're everything's putting the Luftfa- everything's putting the Luftwaffe under strain. Everything. Yeah. If you have drawn the Luftwaffe fighter effort to the Reich, you can attack the point-blank blank targets far more easily. Yeah. So whatever you... You know, whichever lever... The, the, the main lever, which is to attack the German to attack Germany itself has been pulled and that's drawn yep. the Luftwaffe away and then it's, it's being attrited in Germany so it can't it can't defend these sites yeah. so it's sort of the swings and the roundabouts actually working in the Americans' favour in this instance
2: yeah although the other, the other problem they've got is, is that the 15th Air Force which was seen as yeah. so vital for, for oh the reason for going into the Italian campaign <laughs> yeah. in the first place you know, the main reason was to get oh. those airfields at Foggia
0: oh, it's kidding upgraded me. from
2: 6 bomb groups to yeah. 21 bomb groups by March 1944 well here we are at the beginning of March 1944 and temporarily but still at a crucial moment in the air war mm. those bomb groups have been given handed over to the ground forces yeah. support the ground forces yeah so this is sort of smashing of monasteries and yeah bridges and you know hitting turin and yeah the brenner pass and well although the, stuff. although
0: the bri- the bri- at- attacks on bridges then feed into um the thinking that pans out in, in northwest europe anyway yep. what what should you strike yeah uh well yes which,
2: so that's the funny issue which we will which, get, which get on will, to which but first of all we should talk to, about yeah. we should talk about berlin, about <laughs> berlin. and uh, uh and i think it's interesting because yeah we we talked about my mate larry goldstein in mm. worry wart when we were doing big week yeah here he is his 25th mission is <sighs> berlin for yeah. the first time i mean imagine Have you been, pulled that straw
0: You'd think, oh God, what, what, what have I got? What have I? What's a guy got to do around here? <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. So he, uh, so his diary's really good, and yeah, do you want to read this one? Well,
0: and they're going for ball bearings, but it's actually to draw German fighters into the sky, and it's also the symbolism of Berlin is so is so important yeah. and powerful. Um, just after bombs away, an enemy fighter hits us with a twenty millimeter cannon boist,
2: narrowly missing <laughs> me in the
0: radio room. Bomb bay doors refused to close, so I had to be cranked up by hand. This was only half accomplished. Returned to field and upon landing, found there were no brakes. BJ handled the ship like an expert, taking us off the runway, through a fence, and finally to a stop. Nobody hurt or even shaken up. Ship was well sprayed with holes from one from the one burst. Hole in radio room was awful close, but that was all. At last, I have walked away from the plane on my 25th mission unscathed. Thank God! <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, that whole day for him... Couldn't have gone worse until the moment that he actually gets out of the plane. Jesus I mean, Christ! I first mean, of all, you got to get a Berlin. Yeah. Then you then you do get hit. Then you can't crank up the under, you know, yeah. get the undercarriage down. Yeah. Then the brakes have gone. Every single yeah. turn, you're thinking this is my last moment. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely and, amazing.
0: I, I mean, obviously, the fates the fates deciding to. To, let, to give him a pass there. I yeah. mean, it's quite extraordinary, isn't He it? was
2: such a laugh. He was such a good bloke. Was he? Yeah, he was a really good bloke.
0: Oh, cool. Oh, well, well that's, it's great that he's in, in this account. Um, but the thing is, though, they, they, they don't get to Berlin, do they? Not um, really.
2: The, the, <laughs> I mean, only it's still, one it's, of 14 combat it's wings. It's a
0: long way away. That's a long way to go. Yep. Um, the weather's bad. There's, I mean, there's 14 combat wings and only one of them gets there.
2: Yeah. It's not the second cool. one's a bit better yeah i mean it's, it's that's two days later six for march
0: yeah and th- yes and they they and, th- going... and this
2: incidentally is the first time that the four fighter group are in mustangs right over you know right on on long range duties right so don blakesley and co they're right. all over and they're loving it
0: and this is i mean this is actually gainshagen which is south of berlin isn't it so you know if you're nazi government you're looking up and thinking oh
2: crap that's 660 bombers four-engine bombers that's that, that's a lot of bombers Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and it sure beats your 100 twin engine over yeah. London.
0: And fighters. I mean, yeah. although, I mean, you, you say 600 bombers, 660 bombers, 69 aircraft lost, so 10% yep. loss rate. Which yeah, but is... it's not 20 Yes, and suddenly
2: is, the production, the, yeah. the production line is yeah. is churning at a rate yeah. that it wasn't yeah. in 1943. And then
0: on the eighth of March, a third raid with with um
2: yeah this, thousand, this is absolutely amazing. Thousand
0: and fifteen fighters in support. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, they only lose seventeen, but sh- sh- but shoot down eighty seven enemy aircraft. Yeah, I mean th- those are big hits.
0: And going, do you want to do going? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's not going, <laughs> is it? It's the, the American official history, but basically, no, Goering, I'm going to say this. Uh, Shall I do it in, um,
2: Yeah, no, I can't do it anymore. I wanted to do it in German.
0: It's not... It's not... It's the, the, uh, the US official history, is the site of compact and oddly formations of American heavy bombers flying in clear sky over the city could not but have made a deep impression on the Berliners. We have Goering's word that the appearance of American long-range fighters over Berlin was even more disturbing to the military. So Goering... Going, Gotten himmel! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where are these fighters coming well, from? He's, he's, he's got the Fuhrer on the phone going... You taught me ballet
2: myself. See, so you're still at the stage, aren't you, with Daisy, where you ha- where you're reading her stories and stuff. Yeah. So I I did that with my Daisy for quite a long time, and, and uh, towards the end of that period of my life, yeah. she'd say, "Read it in German, really." I, so I'd have to do the whole night of reading. Really? You know. Well, we're, and we're, then Danny went to the forest
0: uh, and well, started
2: to lace the pheasants. <laughs> <vizans. laughs> <laughs> it's really funny
0: daddy's a champion of the world <laughs>
2: yeah daddy is the champion of the entire world <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: really funny well we're uh, we're doing we're doing the greek myths at the moment and, um, and then oh, really well no, I've yeah, got to tell yeah, you, so, the other day adolescent. she said to me she said thing is she said you used to read me and she said
2: "said i never used to really listen i just used to like kind of going to sleep with you kind of talking at yeah. me yeah <laughs> They don't listen, <laughs> and so I'd say. And you remember last night, um, <laughs> Danny was kind <laughs> of in the woods and, and just driven with his with his wooden
0: blocks. Or so whatever. you could have sat there and given a tales of point, the point blank Offensive. Well,
2: I'm <laughs> slightly feeling it's a
0: missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to uh, the so they go back balls. to Berlin. I mean, I mean, this is interesting because this is this is only a, a, a month after Big Week, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, no, it's not even that. It's, it's like not, a week, it's ten a, days. Yeah, yeah. So the sheer turnover in bomber crews and replacements—it's absolutely incredible. Yeah,
2: it's—it's it's just those production lines. Yeah, they just—they've got to kind of go. You know, they start slow and then they sort of—you know—it's—it's it's like a train, like an old steam train pulling out of a station.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Once once they built up the built up the momentum, yeah, yeah. And it's a quarter of a million dollars for for a B seventeen. Which it's
2: is so much money, isn't kind it? Kind
0: of two point, which is sort of, uh, I think, kind of two point six million now. So they're not. I mean, they're they're, they're a lot not lot as ex-
2: cheaper than F thirty five. Well, yeah. exactly.
0: I was just going to say that they're a lot cheaper than F thirty five. But you know, that is a that is a lot of money because what is how many are built? Twenty six thousand, something like that. Yep. Maybe someone in the booth could get a calculator out and work out what twenty six thousand times a quarter of a million is. But they're spending a lot of money just on the. Just on the airframes.
2: Just on bombers. Before you Just get to everything bombers. else.
0: Before we get, exactly. Before we get to everything else. <laughs> right. But it's, yeah. So there's a they cost a quarter of a million dollars each. They make yep. twenty six thousand. So that's like apparently that, that that's sort of six point five billion dollars. Okay. Spent on airframes.
2: Yep. So that, that gets you doesn't get you out of St. Pancras, does it, no, on the no. HST? I think I'd rather the bombers. <laughs>
0: I'd I'd sooner fly to Manchester to B seventeen. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> you could, I mean,
0: basically. That's what
2: we should do. Basically, 26,000 B seventeen. Just forget the rail <laughs>
0: service. Uh, Bagsy the ball turret. It's an awful lot of the money. <laughs> what a crewman costs to train. Yep.
2: You know, fifty men on the ground to get ten in the air.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is this it's is a extremely lot. expensive, isn't it? And yet, it's paying off. Yep. And it's beca- it's basically become a juggernaut, hasn't it? So it, it, it... Completely, completely,
2: yeah. So final final trip to Berlin that month is on the twenty second of March, but you know, bad weather is still yeah. hounding it. It is March, after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in bad winters in the war. Yeah, and so, you know, they're not kind of hammering the enemy in the way that they want to, despite no. these numbers. Having said that you know if you've got 1000 bombers over and even if only 800 get to the target or 600 get to the target still a hell of a lot of ordnance being dropped yeah um and they still do manage to fly 23 days in march out of 30 you know which that's is absolutely incredible you know which some of those are, are obviously crossbow targets but even yeah. so that that's that's a, that's quite a lot but the interesting thing is is now at the end of march yeah the formal role of the um of the cbo the combined bomber offensive ends and yeah. this is the point that you were talking about earlier on. The strategic air forces now get handed over to the strategic overall forces, yeah. Yeah. which is Eisenhower and Shafe. Yeah. You know, yeah. because on the 1st of April, Eisenhower takes over direct control of the of the strategic air forces. Yeah. So this is Spots, this is Harris. He's now got control fact, over where those air forces go. And incidentally, also the tactical air forces. Yes.
0: And effectively, is the most powerful man on earth at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he is.
0: Because of the, the, the forces he has at his disposal. Completely. Right, so join us after the break. We'll look at, well, we'll look at the crews and then we'll look at what Overlord has in store for the bomber offensive. Yep. Elevate every morning
1: with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear
0: Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk uh, with our Eighth Air Force uh, series. Um, this is ep- is this episode episode six, summer forty four, summer forty four. But we we'll so, started in the spring. Yes. Well, the last thing we the last raids we talked about were the, the raids. Maybe we the, should just call it Overlord. This week. I think it's just a, it's it is called Overlord because yep. it's the it's your, your ma- tyranny of Overlord yep. stuff here. Yep. Um. And obviously that last raid was on the twenty second <coughs> of March, so we're past the equinox now. so yes. that, So the days are getting longer. Yep. It, in theory, the weather's improving, but yep. it's still massively changeable. Which is the, mm-hmm. the because that's the normal weather, as we pointed out um, a few episodes ago. That's the normal weather in Europe. It's American weather that's unusual with
2: yes. its clear skies. Yes, 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 <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, so let's look at the the cruise. We we started this episode with with Bert Styles. Uh, yeah, you're... I thought it'd
2: be interesting to look at him because yeah. he's, you know, he does write this brilliant book. And if anyone hasn't read Red Serenade to the Big Bird, I, I just literally couldn't recommend it more highly. It's right. such a fantastic book. It is in print just about as a sort of crappy kind of yeah. print-on-demand kind yeah, of version yeah. you can get on Amazon. Yeah. But it is just fantastic. It's absolutely beautifully written. And he's he's just a very interesting figure all round because he's he, he comes from De- Denver, Colorado. He's he's the son of an electrician and a music teacher. He's obviously really, really bright. Um, and he's also ambitious, and his ambitions are to write. Yeah. He goes to Colorado College, and he writes for the campus newspaper, which is known as the Tiger. He's quite political. He's pacifist. He's that, that sort of classic kind of... Bookish, good looking young man who's kind of, mm. you know, wants to change the world, slightly idealistic, yeah. all those sort of things. He writes a, a, a number of, of short stories in 1941 and, and sends them off to various literary agents in New York and gets a nibble of interest from the agents, uh, husband and wife agents, Ruth and Max Ailey. And so he hitchhikes to New York, hitchhikes oh. to New York, and they hire him as a hand on their farm in Connecticut. Right, and say, look, come, come and come and work on a har, and we'll give you board and log- lodging, and we'll give you some, you know, the benefits of our literary wisdom. Right, and he goes, it's a deal. So he goes there and gets his first story published in Saturday Evening Post, and writes for various, like Atlantic Magazine yeah. and various others. But obviously, it's wartime, and you know, he's a young man, he's come of age, uh, and he enlists rather than waiting for his draft. So even he
0: though he's get- a pacifist, he's, he's he's idealistic enough to go and.
2: Yes, because he, he he feels very very strongly that Hitler and Nazism right. is a right. is a wrong that needs to be right right stamped on. And also, you know, you you might be a pacifist at 18, but you kind of you know I change your mind. a bit. yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So he, he wins he wins his wings, flying B-70s, and gets sent to England as a replacement pilot. And in March 1944, and there he joins the 401st Bomb Squadron, which is part of the 91st Bomb Group. One of the smaller bomb yeah. groups. Yeah, not 100. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> at Bassington, and he's a second pilot, not a first right. pilot. And this, I've, I've never really got to the bottom of how you get chosen as a first pilot or second pilot. I guess it's just your kind of report on your wings and stuff like that. And if you're kind of, you know, if you if you're how excellent, did, you how get. How do the RAF do it? We only have one, don't
0: you? Yeah. Well, yeah, you've you're a pilot flight engineer. They, they, yeah. They're save on, saving on people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't have two pilots. Yeah, so but
2: weirdly, he's he, he's second pilot to left lieutenant, lieutenant Sam Newton, who he had been friends with at Colorado College, just right. by total fluke. That's 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 fortunate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they're old friends, and they're on a B seventeen called Times a Wasting. And they do a practice mission on the eighteenth of April, and then the first mission on the nineteenth of April, which is to Castle, which is you know decent, yes, a decent stretch. That's beyond the dams. Yes, it's the other side that's of the dams, the, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and and you know he's doing a lot of missions to France at this stage because this is point blank stuff so they're hitting marshalling yards in Rouen yeah. and and Reims and you know a few in the Ruhr and this kind of stuff and it's interesting reading the book because you suddenly see where kind of i, I remember there's a, there's a line where the navigator says says to the bombardier who's i think he's played by um who's that guy who who's also in Titanic
0: Oh, the, back, the, the villain in Titanic. Yeah, the villain in the Titanic, yeah, but he's a good guy. He's
2: a, he's a kind of sort of medical student yeah, yeah. in in, in, yeah. in Memphis Bell, And he goes, are you scared? He goes, no, I'm Val. Yeah. And right. and Bert Star says that's to Sam on his first said, mission, right. you know, are you scared? He goes, no, I'm Sam. Yeah. So it's kind of lifted. Um, but on the 7th of May, they go to Berlin, Right, so they go back to Berlin on the seventh of May. So they are still doing, even though yeah. they're, they're supposed to be doing just purely kind of yes. supporting of Overlord stuff.
0: Well, we did say we did say earlier on that a lot of this is subject to interpretation. And well, the, yes, we're, because we're because
2: we're of the, the Heinkel factory at Oranienburg, you can kind of you know a ball yeah. bearing.
0: Well, and you're you're taking on the the gaff. The you're JNF taking on the gaff. So
2: yeah. <laughs> literally every mission is a point yeah. back mission. Yeah, and I think one of the things about about, about stars's memoirs, it's written contemporaneously. It's written yeah. in. Most of it is—he's obviously making notes in between the missions and jotting stuff down, and then he he compiles the book. It's just, it's quite a slight book. It's not a, it's not a big book. He writes it in July and August nineteen forty four. Yeah, after he's ended his first tour, before he starts his second one, and there's. You know, it's it, it's really good about about life um, on the base, the relationships mm. with people, people getting on each other's nerves. Right. Him him and Sam actually kind of rub each other up the wrong way. Right. Quite Even a though lot. they're old pals. Even though they're old pals. He finds his kind of, you know, Sam Newton has a kind of sort of sang foi and kind of diffidence that he finds quite quite impenetrable. Right. And he finds it quite frustrating. Yeah. Sort Times in London where he's sort of trying to get girls and gets a bit lonely and, mm. you know, so there's a lot of... This is absolutely horrendous. What on earth is going on, and why has the world gone so mad? There's yeah. quite a lot of that. Yeah, but he's also incredibly vivid about the violence. He doesn't doesn't shirk it at all. And 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 I and I think we should do this bit because it is really you know I don't think anyone should be in any doubt about just how brutal it could be. We've yeah. done a lot of sort of. Planes disappearing in flames and all the rest of yeah. it. But but it's worth kind of spelling it out a bit sometimes, I think.
0: Well, the thing is, is the violence aside, being in those planes, is an incredibly hostile environment, isn't it? It really, really is. The whole thing's dangerous in itself. You know, you're, you if you accidentally unplug your oxygen, you're a goner. You know, yeah. th- it's so cold that if you take your gloves off, your flesh will come off on the guns or the instruments when you touch them. Everything about the, the environment is hostile, even before you get to... The fact you're, you yes know.
2: and it's worth spelling out that if you're a waste gunner there's a massive hole in the side yeah. of the plane yeah with with the and, weather balloon at 20,000 feet yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and and you know they have these electric warmed suits which are always short circuiting yeah and always giving them electric shocks or yeah. not working down the leg but yeah. boiling on the well chest and it's, it's easy or...
0: to break the it's easy to break the circuit cable you know All if you're that. too if you're if you're too strenuous in it you might break the, and end up with no heat in your legs. You might not be plugged in. I mean, there's tail gunners aren't there who who are discovered dead because they're, their their oxygen's to come death. out and they're frozen to death. Or oh, yeah, all, asphyxiated that, and all that. that sort of all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's incredibly so. It's a it's a really really hostile environment, and you've got men with terrible ear problems from um, from flying at altitude and coming back down. And you yes, you, there's a and there's, also just going deaf because of the noise. Because yeah, deaf because of the noise. And, uh, all, all these sort of the, the physical strictures of being flying at altitude.
2: I think the thing about about these bombers, and you know, if 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 anyone's ever lucky enough to sort of go on, step inside a B seventeen mm-hmm. or a Lancaster, what you what you the overwhelming sensation you have is on the ground they look huge. Yeah. When you're in them, they look tiny. Yes. They're incredibly cramped. They are tin cans. They the fragile. The fragility. The fragility. The fragility and, is and what you, shocking. What you've got is you've got this situation where technology has advanced exponentially over yeah. the previous 20 years so that you can create something as sophisticated as a flying fortress. But what they're designed to do is get you to a certain target and drop a bomb as accurate as, as technology will allow for the period. But they haven't caught up with with man's ability to actually man these things effectively. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they're just not very effectively manned. Yeah. What 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 isn't in doubt is the skill of the pilots, the skills of the crews mm. that the just bare courage of these guys getting up into a plane every single time that they're going on a mission. But what they haven't worked out is... you know the the, environment. The, the environment. The, yeah. the, these are not pressurised cabins. Yeah. That's on the way with the B-29, yeah. but it isn't at this point. Um, it, it's absolutely brutal, and they're pushing what a young man can do to yeah. the
0: absolute, to the, to the complete limit. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's. Re- I mean, it's really interesting, isn't it, that the pressurized cockpit, when it comes, means that you, you know, you can fly in shirt sleeves and all this sort of thing, and 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 everything, everything's rosy. But before that, and, and it is, it, it is this idea, isn't it? The bomber can fly high and fast to get away from the fighter, and the crew are the crew, are the spam in the can. No one's, no one's giving, yeah. giving it any proper thought
2: yeah and just try getting into a tail gun yeah yeah it's, yeah it's a it's a nightmare because well, obviously the, the tail tapers.
0: is even is even oh, worse awful
2: it's yeah. absolutely awful i mean i haven't tried that but right. i but i have sat in the tail gunner's position mm. and you've got to get over yet another spar. you've got to it it, it obviously tapers so it's incredibly narrow yeah. it, it's so cramped it's not true yeah you you feel so vulnerable there's
0: no yeah. nowhere to hide yeah Ah, oh, it's unbelievably no, it's, uh, horrendous, isn't it? But that's before we factor in the violence. So the, yes. the, the, the yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, on. yeah.
2: So, 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 so this one incident that 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 Stiles writes about is actually he's not on on flying roster that day, and basically they, what what t- the crews tend to do was if they weren't flying, when the when the raids return, they all come out and watch yeah. and count who's yeah. who's in and who's out and all the rest of it, and and you know, one one badly bashed about fort comes in. Actually, it's not that badly bad, but 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 there's there's trouble, and he um and, and the crew get off very kind of dazed, and Styles happens to be there and and goes to goes to offer his help, uh, and if anyone's a bit squeamish, I would just you know switch yeah. off for the next three minutes, um so the waste gunner's been killed, and basically, the chunk of the top of his head from from the top of his nose has just been completely ripped off, yeah, and and Stiles goes part of his brain sprayed around as far forward as the door into the radio room. The rest of them spilled out when the body crumpled, and a second bit of flak from the same burst. So basically, this this burst of of, of flak has just gone, boom, yeah, like that. But he's got body armor, yeah. So the body bit of him is okay. The top of his head isn't, and his yeah. legs aren't. And they've just yeah. been ripped off.
0: Yeah,
2: and not a single other person in the ship is is hurt.
0: hurt. Not even the waist gunner next to him. No.
2: He's mean... just taken the full blast of yeah. this this bit. So there's a massive chunks of of, of yeah. torn out. Al- aluminium aluminium out the side of the out of the plane and this and this guy's just had the misfortune to take it kind of face on really literally so Styles clambers in to help the medic uh, so the crew don't have to they don't have to kind of deal with the trauma. it's bad enough seeing him there but yeah yeah don't want to have to sort of get him off and as he pulls up his hand goes straight onto a glob of brains and he takes one look at the body and then clambers out again And, and for a while afterwards he just sits on the grass not feeling horrified but feeling a a kind of profound sense of shock yeah and he writes all the forts got back nobody else was hurt one man ran through his luck and got it i didn't know the guy the face with nothing above the nose was too horrible to remember the body could have come from anywhere seattle or wichita or the valley of the three forks of the wolf and so he sits there and and looks up at this Beautifully peaceful English summer sky. The sun is out. It's gorgeous as spring in the air or whatever. We're well, summer by this point. The wind sort of soft on the grass. And he writes, One man gone. A million more to go. Maybe even a billion before this is over. Maybe everyone in the world will get it this time. There are shells enough to go around. If some efficiency expert could just figure out a way, there would never have to be another war. We could wipe out the human race this time. The senselessness of it and the ugliness of it drove away all other thought for a time, when the despair went away, leaving only doubt and a deep sadness. In a steady, endless procession, wars have swept the world, eaten away at its heart, growing from stupid little brawls with clubs and rocks to the mechanical perfection of a city flattened out in the night. So many bombs to the acre, so many planes for the job. Fill up the bombays and send them over, Send in the ground troops to bayonet the ones who are only stunned. Bloody hell! Yes, it's quite hard-hitting stuff. Yeah, uh, and but but you know, like all of all of these people's experience, it's not kind of gloom and despair the whole of the time. There's plenty of larks and yeah. black humour and yeah. funny moments as well. But, yeah. but 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 you know, here's a here's a here's an intelligent, thoughtful, well-read young man trying to analyse the total bonkersness mm. of clambering into this metal tin and flying at altitude yeah in freezing conditions into to drop, scenes of well, unspeakable violence to drop bombs bombs through clouds on god knows what i mean you know yeah. when you when you put it like that it also yeah. seems a little crazy yeah and interestingly, I think it's things worth just mentioning at this point that the the, the twenty five mission. Well, yes, that, that that comes to an end, and that w- there was never kind of any hard and fast rule about this. This was just a, it's, it's Each theatre has its own different yeah. rules, which of course is a catch twenty two. Which thing. is the
0: purest catch twenty two thing that, yeah. that um it's meant to originally kind of be a year, isn't it? Yeah, and then it's tw- and then it's settled on twenty five. Then no one's making twenty five, or a handful of people make twenty five missions, yep. and then they put it up.
2: Well, they put it up in 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 the <laughs> spring because they started to do these crossbow. Yeah. Things which are kind of hopping and skipping these little milk runs in between, but that's a that's a combination. Yeah, but engine. I mean, if
0: you're a crew and you like, I've done my I've done my twenty five. I don't care if they're only over the channel.
2: Well, it, you know, it's it's yes. Uh, and I, <laughs> what I'm not sure is whether they're kind of you know they get you get to twenty four and then they up it, or whether kind of if you start on twenty five, you finish on twenty five. I, I you know I haven't got to the bottom of that. Yeah, but anyway, so so, so first of April it's increased to thirty missions on the sixth of June D Day. It gets increased again
0: to thirty five missions, and that's just because. But losses are
2: going down. But I mean, that's that's also, Yeah, losses are going
0: down, but it's also... You're more likely just, to
2: get through 35 divisions yeah. than you are 25.
0: But that's to do with... That's a tempo thing that you just... You, you, you can't be laying off cruise at this point. Experienced cruise... Well, and also because they're flying so often as yeah. well. And yeah, it's yeah. summer. Yeah. So
2: you can fly more yeah, in
0: summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's a, a sheer tempo to go with overlord so overlord the prelude to overlord at the sort of at the top level is endless arguments about who's in charge of what who's in charge and what they and what and their and scope what is be. and what they should be and what yeah. they're doing and all that sort of stuff so so we're you know we're we're, we're back to the old sort of arm wrestling with Harrison, and spots and, uh, and tedder uh, ter- ter- now because tedder's now out of the oh god um, i mean don't forget spots and tedder are mates yeah
2: so it, it this is this is purely professional debate rather yeah. than I hate you guts! You yeah, well, lie well, me! And there
0: are and there are boffins involved. So Solly Zuckerman, yes, indeed, who is a, a British anatomist, zoolog- zoologist, and anatomist, who uh, at the start of the war sort of gets drawn into the question of what does bombing do? How are people killed? What do weapons do to people? And who looks at cadavers from France? He yep. looks at people injured and and killed in the in the Blitz in London. He sets up a place in Stewartby near Bedford in a brickworks in Stewartby Bedford, where basically he's blowing up rabbits and birds and stuff because the anatomy of birds is telling him an awful lot about. It's telling him an awful lot about what shock waves from bombs do, what tiny particles do. Um, the the people he has a team of doctors and zoologists with him, and but he starts number crunching and he starts thinking. It comes away basically from the fatality thing because in the end he says you can't draw any conclusions. It's all it's all too impossible to actually say what kills people. But what we have to do is use air power, and he's a real believer in air power over land power. He he he's a complete yeah. convert. From looking at the Blitz, which I think is Well, really he's also
2: behind the um, bombing of Pantelleria. Well,
0: this is the point. So, and so, spots on
2: him are really, really tough. Yeah,
0: he goes to North Africa and he gets involved in what you can do with air power. And his brains are picked by all sorts of people. Not least spots. Partic- yeah, exactly. So Pantelleria is, is this offensive using only air power in the Mediterranean, which is actually effective. And then he then talks about how what you need to do is attack bridges and attack, basically, transport nodal points in Italy. Harris calls him the so-called expert. <laughs> yeah. Harris cannot stand him. No, but what you've got is this. Tra- the idea of this transportation plan that what you do is strike at German transport. You strike marshalling yards. You strike. You strike at basically Germans at Germany's ability to move people around. And do you do that close to the potential battlefield, or do you do that further back? And that's the that's the transportation plan ar- argument. And it's argument with itself, which is incredibly sensible because <laughs> it's
2: based. On, it's based. On, I mean, there's two things here. First, first of all. Most of their fuel is synthetic fuel, which is yep. made using coal. Yeah, and coal moves from A to B by by rail. So if you can stop that, then
0: yeah,
2: yeah. If you can't make any synthetic yeah, yeah. fuel. You don't need to hit them. You don't need to hit the synthetic fuel base. Even, because you, yeah, you, you, you've gummed it up. Of, but, but, but but the other thing is, of course, is that the whole you know the, the glue of the Wehrmacht is the Reichsbahn, and if you can dismantle that, yeah. It's it's like an Airfix model where all the glue has suddenly kind of fallen to pieces and the whole thing just collapses. Yeah. You yeah. know, it won't work. Yeah. It
0: it's it, it, so so there's good sense of it but at the same time spots is arguing Well at argument- the same time, yeah. So you so this is the point is that there's there's other there's other opinion too. Yeah. And that's oil. So spots is oil plan.
2: Yes. And, and, you know, he's got some scientists as well, not least Zuckerman, who yes. he's still really, really tight with. Yeah. And, and he reckons that he can out, you know, by, by targeting all these oil plants, whether it be Ploesti or whether it be these synthetic fuel plants in every refinery that the Germans have, you can account for 80 percent of production and 60 percent of re- refining capacity. And yeah. that that is that's the end of them. Yeah. And and that's fine, but the the floor in that one is that that's all going to take time. That's not something where you can have immediate results. You know, you hit yeah. a bridge and the bridge goes down. You've yeah. hit it. Yeah, and you can do that by next Tuesday. Yeah. Whereas this is a much more kind of sort of sort of esoteric target. I well, suppose. I mean, they're
0: back to it's back to ball bearings. It's back to, it's back to, it's back to ball bearings. It's, yeah. Where where can we find what what is the thing that where we can. You know what's the German funny bone, and how do we how do we best hit it? But
2: but the interesting thing about this is is actually that you know, the his, historians have made big play about these debates over the transportation plan yeah. and the oil plan. The reality is that actually they run concurrently, uh, and they can run concurrently. And, and the so-called argument yeah. between Tedder and Spots is not really one at all. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's about emphasis. Yeah, uh, and actually the solution is one that Spots is. Pretty happy with, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a completely false argument, and the idea that you can only have one target type of target is absolutely nonsense because
0: well if you've got a thousand bombs to put We already in know sky, that they're not doing that. Yeah you already yeah 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 yeah. I think a sort of centre of if you're constructing the story that that it's all everyone all disagreeing with each other you could always you could always resort to Harris to, to have some memo where he scribbled in the margin says who yep. or yeah not bloody likely or whatever and the, and the, and there you go Harris yep. you could you could you can go back to Harris and say he disagrees but Harris actually if he's ordered to do something does it so so actually he's not that big a sort of fly in this truck. No he's not really and no he does and they yeah.
2: and they do spot it. I mean the the point is that Harris keeps keeps saying the most efficient use of bombers is to just area bomb. Yeah. But his bomber force then keeps continually, as 1944 yeah. progresses, disproving this theory <laughs> by becoming incredibly accurate and not yeah. the 617 Squadron, yeah. the Dambusters, who are yeah. by this point are becoming, you know, under Leonard Cheshire, are becoming precision bombers par yeah. excellence. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're supremely good at it and their way of doing it is, is sending in mos- mozzies at very low level, yeah. very fast, marking rooftop, targets. marking yeah. targets very accurately yeah. and then everyone goes and in. And
0: eventually Mustangs. So and Eventually be- Mustangs, yeah. 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 So... There's a bombing policy conference on the twenty fifth of March, and that's and, right. And the notable thing is that Eisenhower's chairing that, and so, he's
2: absolutely had it up to here with yeah. all the discussions of twos yeah. and fro's and kind yeah. of Harris spots, Tedder, you know, yeah. everyone having their two pen of Arnold picking in. Yeah. And actually, he says, "If you don't do this, I might actually resign. I can't can't be dealing with it." Fantastic. He has an off record off record re- resignation threat. Fantastic. Uh, uh, you know, you, you sometimes you just have to pull that particular card, and obviously it
0: works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, and also, it, again, we're back to these these people who they have the luxury of being able to argue about this, don't they? they yeah. They're not under in a strange way. They're not. They're not under the sort of pressure. If you're the the Luftwaffe, you're thinking, Jesus, how do we deal with all these threats coming at all, all at once? The fact is that the bomber force is now so powerful. You can pick and choose. You can decide. You know, in in, in that sense, it is now a truly strategic weapon, isn't it? In the way that, in a way that it wasn't the year before. Yep. really really has the yeah, bond, yeah, yeah. the possibility of strategic invention, intervention in a way that I mean you think of Schweinfurt-Regensburg mm. which is what six, not even 6 months ago Schweinfurt 2 is not yep. even 6 months ago yeah 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 yes. sheer transformation it's absolutely extraordinary yeah. isn't it yeah. but one of the, what what absolutely comes
2: clear out of all these debates in March 1944 about about the the form that the strategic campaign should should have in the run up to overlord is a lot of it is to do with Lee Mallory. Yeah. My favorite person. Yeah. Um who is for those who who can't remember is was was 12 group commander in yeah. chief during the Battle of Britain. Mm. Later got bumped up to be um 11 group commander yeah. which was was um Parks, Parks, one in southeast England. Yeah. And then later took over command of of fighter command itself. Mm. And he never went to the Mediterranean. He was never hanging out with with you know where all the kind of real action was at with all the kind of top notch Airmen that were developing yeah. in the Mediterranean, you know, the Casada, Doolittle, yep. and all these guys and, and, and Cunningham and on, so on. So he's he's out of that loop. He he's not considered to be a team player. He's quite sort of um he can be quite truculent, but he can also be
0: failed to develop a strategy as well. Yeah, but also
2: he's yeah. just sort of, you know, a bit sort of personality bypass. Yeah. And the problem is is that because he's been in situ in nineteen forty three in the UK, he is put in charge of all hmm. the air forces for the invasion. And the concern by Spots, and frankly, pretty much everybody, is that Lee Mallory will be the guy in charge. In the same way that Monty is in charge of yeah. the commander-in-chief of the ground yeah. forces, Ramsey is in charge of the naval forces, Lee Mallory is in charge of the air forces. And Spots just they, doesn't want this guy, they, they don't he's completely him. talentless, yeah. Yeah. to be in charge. And that's yeah. what this is really about. And. I mean, what's interesting with with, with Lee Murray is he just gets more and more sidelined as as I mean, Coningham can't bear him and, yeah. and basically kind of kicks him to one side. Yeah, and they just do their own thing. And, and one of the things that's kind of sorted out in the in the in the twenty fifth of March conference is that transportation plan is going to take the priority, but the oil plan will come in when the opportunity arises. Yeah, and increasingly
0: so. Yeah, and so. I mean, Sports again, it's happy with that. But again, it's one of those faintly vague bombing directives that um, leaves everyone wiggle room. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is you couldn't be too prescriptive because, as you said a moment ago, you, you can't have one target. You've, you've, you're a thousand bomber force, and 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 how you're doing things is by is by sending some of it one place, some of it another place. you you've, you've got to you've got to come up with the targets, haven't you?
2: Yeah. On the 19th of April, Eisenhower gives greater priority to crossbow because they can see that this is being accelerated. Yeah. They're about to do the invasion. What they yeah. don't want to be doing is these new. Wonder weapons, secret weapons kind of being directed towards the invasion well, fleet.
0: Well, which, which, as it happens, doesn't happen. Which, as it happens, doesn't happen, yeah. but but it might do. Yeah, well, yeah. You don't know take that in take April. Seem extremely seriously, yeah. So, so these sites are repeatedly pummeled. Yeah. And all this time, bomber commander showing that actually they can bomb bomb accurately. And Harris is sort of... Harris is not a, Well, I suppose it is a lack of faith in his... In what his crews can do is, you know, they're hitting marshalling yards. They're doing what they have to do in terms of in terms of transportation plan, and it's incredibly effective. I mean, it, it's the thing that, it's the thing that means in the end, because a big part of German decision making is where do you place your armor yeah. for for the in the event of an invasion, and if you if the railway transportation is being hammered, that reduces your options. Yeah. So you you you're going to have to bet on Padre Calais yeah, or Normandy, yeah. or the Eastern Front. The bet you make is a, is a harder bet to make because you're not going to be able to change your mind.
2: Yeah. The other thing that's really I think is really worth pointing out is that the strategic air forces are not doing the transportation plan in isolation. Yeah. You know there is also the ninth air force. Yeah. Which is a tactical air force. So that is the yeah, sister yeah. air force of the um of the eighth. Yeah. Commanded by Pete Casada, who's just yeah. totally brilliant, absolute legend, and they're full of medium bombers. So these are twin-engine bombers, which operate much lower levels, much more accurately. These are the guys that are kind of smashing your bridges over the seine, whereas the strategic bombers are going hitting big marshalling yards at Ham or Dusseldorf or Ruin or Reims or or wherever it might be. And you've got the 2nd Tactical Air Force as well, which is the RAF, Duke Forces, and other... Tons of typhoons and... Tons of typhoons. So typhoons, which are part of 2nd TAF, 2nd Tactical Air Force under Cunningham, they destroy 78 out of 92 radar stations along the Atlantic coast in France. Bloody hell. I mean,
0: France is copying it at this
2: stage. It's copying it big time. <laughs> and and now you've got the situation where, you, you know, the Germans are finally starting to crumble about this. And I, I just, it's really important that one doesn't just think it's the 8th Air Force going over every single day. Yeah. So the 8th Air Force is now doing kind of much deeper penetrations and also these crossbow targets. But ninth. Air Force is also doing crossbow targets yeah. and bridges yeah. on the Loire and Seine and all the rest yeah. of it, and the Germans are just being swamped. and the And the general in charge of all fighter forces, which is Adolf Galland, who even though he's only thirty two at this point, yeah, on the twenty first of April, he warns Milch, Milch, Milk. Milch, and Milk. Goering that his fighters <laughs> are being completely swamped yeah. by the vast number of Allied fighters. This is this is like Malta in April nineteen forty two mm. in reverse. Yeah. And Allied fighters by this point haven't just gained superiority, but supremacy.
0: Yes. Do you want to do the Gallon? Accent? Oh, why not? Well, why not? I think this is this Yeah, is yeah well, German. I think I think I, I think I ought to really. Ought, yeah, yeah. Oughtn't I? Um, Gallon. <laughs> Gallon. Obviously, he is thirty-two, but he's, he's quite clearly an an able suck up, isn't he? I mean, you don't you don't get this job. By just talent, do you? you you're, good at, you're good at going hunting with going and yeah. um, kissing. Slapping thighs. Slapping thighs and, and saying, yes, that pink uniform looks brilliant or whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The ratio in which we fight today is about one to seven. The standard of the Americans is extraordinarily high. During each enemy raid, we lose about 50 fighters. Things have gone so far that the danger of a collapse of our arm exists. There you go. Yeah. So they're really they're that's really, a wake up call. I mean, it's thousands of sorties a day. Basically, they're facing. Yeah. facing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, because if Eighth Air Force alone could yeah. put out
2: a thousand fighters, yeah, then you add on Second TAF, yeah, then you add on you know you've you've got fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred fighter yeah. planes swarming over Northwest Europe,
0: yeah,
2: every single day. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: a huge, huge number. Yeah and as you pointed out the radar stations have all been destroyed so you don't know where they are so vectoring people so to what do deal you do? with them is much and more and, and one of the
2: reasons why these airfields are going back is because because part of that Doolittle directive in January 1944 yeah, yeah. is that when you've done your raid you then go down and head shop and you shoot yeah. up any fighter planes
0: fighter bases the, you can attack attack Target of opportunity, yeah. Exactly. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and in fact, actually, as the uh, the pre-invasion air plan continues, they then launch little mini mini operations within the bigger operations. Yeah. And on the 22nd of May, 9th Air Force and 2nd TAF and 8th Fighter Command launch Chattanooga Choo Choo, <laughs> um, which some wag has yeah. uh, has codenamed. And this is a coordinated blitz on the Reich Yeah. So what they say is, right, chaps, when you go over to go over to Europe and every time you see a railway line shoot it up. Yeah. Every time you see a locomotive, shoot, shoot it, up. it up. Just yeah. shoot up. Absolutely everything. And it's and it's an absolute hammering. And one of the guys that I I've followed over the years is Gabby Gabreski, who's he's a kind of sort of first generation. His parents were immigrants from Poland, came over, lived in Coal City, I remember, right. in Pennsylvania. God <laughs> So <laughs> they were, they were minors, obviously. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he joins the Air Force. And, and um, interestingly, he nearly gets washed out in training. He just can't land. Right. <laughs> he's really, really bad yes, at landing. That's
0: a, k- a key component. And yeah. he gets
2: his kind of sort right, this is your final chance and makes it. Um and um he's in he's in Hawaii on when Bill yeah. Harbor happens and goes over and joins the um gets a transfer to the to the RCAF. Yeah. Flies in the Eagle Squadrons or the rest of it. Yeah. By this point he's one of the leading aces in the in the eighth fighter command. Um, and he's one of the squadrons, uh, squadron commanders, 61st fighter squadron in Z- um, Zemka's Wolfpack, yep. you know, the 56 yep. fighter group. Still with Thunderbolts, by the way. And they're uh, on the 22nd of May, first of all, before they do Chattanooga Choochee, they're, they're escorting um, 300 heavies to bombers to attack Kiel. Yeah. Do that. And then they do a thing which is called Zemka's Fan. So on the way back, they work out that one squadron, the 61st will go and do one area. Yeah. 62nd will go and do another area, and they'll just sweep everything for any kind of, and the 63rd will do another.
0: I mean, just just you know, how do you how are you German and not know you've lost?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, basically these guys are just marauding. Yeah, uh, and and they're doing the the 61st are doing the kind of Bremen area yeah. on the way back. Yeah, and Gabreski spots a badly camouflaged fighter airfield. And as they approach, they see the the, the Fokker Wolves down below thinking, oh, yikes. Yeah, scramble. Scramble, scramble, scramble. Again, this is a, this is a reverse of 1940. Yeah. Luftwaffe marauding over yeah. Army of the Air, airfields in France, for example.
0: But with the numbers to do it. With
2: the numbers to do it. And the firepower. So 16 Fokker Wolves frantically take off. And basically, they just shoot the whole lot down. They God. shoot down 13 of them. God. Just bam, one after the other. Advantage of speed, height, experience, skill. Yeah. yeah. 50 caliber machine guns yeah uh, and you know that day they also kind of destroy six six locomotives seven damaged 18 river barges yeah and the really key moment where they know that they've they've done what they need to do in time for d-day is comes on sunday the 28th of may and this is this is a massive moment because on that day 858 air force Bombers hit oil targets, and this is again just proving the point that it's not just transportation yeah. targets near Magdeburg and uh, Luna, um in East Germany. So this is Magdeburg is about fifty miles, yeah. forty miles west of Berlin. Six hundred ninety-seven fighters are dispatched to on this day, uh, and it's a really big moment because for the loss of nine, eight fighter command aircraft, they shoot down and damage seventy-eight enemy planes. And what they've realised is that every aircraft shot up on the ground in that last week leading up to the 28th, so from from Chattanooga Juju onwards, has been at least 500 miles from Normandy
0: blimey and
2: that is the big moment so well, basically what and it's 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 absolutely the relentless fighting them in the air and on the ground it's the marauding on the ground yeah. so suddenly these airfields are no longer safe yeah. And because the radar as you say because the radar stations have been knocked out they they're, don't, being they, they're being bounced yeah. they're bounced
0: so between G- january and june um german aircraft losses on all fronts are 137 percent of established strength Six thousand two hundred fifty-nine lost in combat yeah 3608 <laughs> lost in accidents. I know it's amazing. Due to bad weather. Bad weather and ill training. They fight despite the and training. and here's an inter- here's an interesting thing. One of the things about the Battle of Britain that, w- that often gets talked about is the home advantage that's a force multiplier for the RAF. The pilot's shot down, bails out, he's in a he's in a hurricane for breakfast the following morning. Yeah. The Germans are not able to pull that advantage in. And even though most of the fight is going on over Germany, they lose 2,262 pilots in that time. That's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? In June, their losses are 3,534 aircraft, which is... Just in June. Just in June, which is 100 less, basically, or 90 less than the 3,626 aircraft they produce. So even though they're, they're treading water, the, the, even though they... I mean that's incredible under the the, the strain that German industry is under, they produce they still manage to produce you know three and a half thousand fighters, but the problem is is they're losing that many as well. So they 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 can't even tread. They, they basically can't tread water. No. And that that combination of aircraft attrition and manpower attrition. Means they're done, they're but, it, but 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 if you Cruise go back to the
2: kind of early episodes in this series, and you think about that incredible jeopardy there was, yeah, for the whole of Overlord, yeah, this urgency to clear the skies, yeah, and and how in the balance it was, and the, and the, and the crisis of morale in the autumn yep. of nineteen forty-three, the kind of where the hell are we going to get enough long-range fighters yep. from the kind of the slaughter of Schweinfurt yep. and Schweinfurt to yeah, and all the problems that they had and the angst they're having, even. In January 1944, when Spots is turning to Doolittle, going, if you haven't got the guts to the job, I'll yeah, yeah. find someone who has, yeah, all this yeah. kind of stuff. By the 28th of May, they've pulled it off. Yeah. It, it's, and it's one of those things that there's so many episodes in the Second World War where, in the narrative, you know, we just take it for granted it's taken for granted that the invasion force will get across, and that and that the, the mine sweepers will sweep the minefields out to sea before they land. Yeah, it's taken for granted that that air power comes in and kicks kicks ass, and you know they're all going to land on Omaha Beach and Golden Sword yeah. and Juno and Utah and all the rest are absolutely you know without any issue. And the air battle for in in the six months, mu- you know, in in the no more than that in the kind of year yeah. before D Day yeah. is launched. Is so full of twists and turns yep. and and peaks and troughs, the you know mm. proverbial roller coaster. It's absolutely incredible, and I always find it just amazing that they pulled it off by the twenty eighth of May, nineteen forty
0: four, which after all is just a week before D Day. Before D-day, yeah, yeah. But the but the Germans are sort of they're they they're kind of fighting the Battle of Britain in reverse, but but, but against, not very well. But not very well. But against an air force that knows what it's doing, has a plan. Has the resources at its disposal to, to to pull it off? Yeah, you know the, the conclusions that the, the draw draws that we need to be more aggressive. You know, it's all the usual Nazi stuff. If only yeah. if we were more aggressive, we'd we would We would win. If we just attack, we'll. If we win. just uh, if you know if if we've just got the will to do yeah. it, it will happen. Yeah, and they're putting sort of big wings together and all that sort of thing. Okay. So they're making this. They're making some of the some some similar mistakes. I mean, one of the most amazing statistics is in 1944, 9,000 German aircraft lost in transit. Not even going to battle, lost in transit to Allied aircraft uh, action. There you are. That's how. That's how. That's dominant how, they are. How dominant they are. Uh, um, and the, and
2: it's absolutely the case that, that if you were if you were a German civilian and you were living in the western half of Germany, literally every day yeah. you would not just see bombers, you would see fighter planes burning over, and that would, in a way, that gives you more of a sense yeah. of your defeat. Yeah. Than the streams of bombers, well, because because the fighter planes you can see them they're low they're kind of hedgehopping they're 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 sticking two
0: fingers up well, at you. Think of the nervous shock of German air power in 1940 in May 1940 that that it had on British and French soldiers. Mm. You've got that every single day over over the Reich, not over an army, over a civilian population. I mean, again, I come back to what I said a moment ago. How do you not know you've lost? How how is a government able to keep this? This thing going well. The, the writing is plainly on the wall. Yeah. At this point, anyway, um, we I think we've we've one more episode. There's a little thing for the listener. We have a clock telling us how long we've got, how long we've kept going, and we've overshot already.
2: We, we've There's worked. definitely bonus content on this series because yeah, because normally we think what forty minutes. We usually yeah. do fifty. Yeah. We've we've been topping an hour every time, haven't yeah. we?
0: Yeah. Well, because it's. It's, it's so interesting it's an incredible story so interesting anyway thanks for listening we'll be back with from d day to V-day, ve day yep um the last i think the last eighth air force sorties on the 25th of april 25th 9, of april 1945 9, um so we'll try and get to there 40, In 40, our next 40, 40, we'll see you soon cheerio <laughs>